know what I'm saying? I'm back. Louder. I don't plan on leaving y'all for that long again. Sorry, I'll start with that. I apologize for missing this much time. I know a lot of shit has gone down since September 30th when the last episode was put out. Today is December 5th. You're listening on the 6th. And um, yeah, I appreciate everyone who is listening because you stuck with me through it all. And we're going to get it popping and in this last month and going to season six strong. But first, as always, we're going to start off with the anniversaries for the past week or so. Snoop Dogg released his debut album, Doggy Style, on the 23rd in 1993. Nas released his album, Nostradamus, on the 23rd in 1999. Ye released 808s and Heartbreak on the 24th in 2008. DJ Quick released his album, Rhythmalism, on the 24th in 1998. Tupac's Are You Still Down, Remember Me, posthumous album, released. And Will Smith also released his um, album, Big Willie Style, on the 25th in 1997. The Weeknd released Starboy on the 25th in 2016. Michael Jackson released Dangerous on the 26th of 1991. Buster Rhymes released It Ain't Safe No More. Tupac's Better Days album released and Snoop Dogg released his album Paid the Cost to Be the Boss on the 26th in 2002. Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole both released tracks called Black Friday, rapping on each other's beats in, um, in 2015 on the 27th. Ludacris released his album Word of Mouth on the 27th in 2001. Michael Jackson released Thriller on the 29th in 1982. 
Chris Brown debuted with a self-titled album on the 29th in 2005. Janelle Monet turned 38 and Juice World would have turned 25 on the 1st. Childish Gambino released his album Awaken My Love on the 2nd in 2016. Irv Gotti beat the feds on the 2nd in 2005. Metro Boomin released his album Heroes and Villains on the 2nd last year. Alicia Keys released her album The Diary of Alicia Keys on the 2nd in 2003. Trina turned 49. JT turned 31. And Lil Baby turned 29 on the 3rd. Mary J. Blige released her album What's the 411 The Remix on the 3rd in 1993. So happy 30th anniversary to that album. Mariah Carey released her album Charm Bracelet on the 3rd in 2002. Jay-Z turned 54 on the 4th. Nas released Ether on Jay-Z's 32nd birthday on the 4th in 2001. Pimp C passed away on the 4th in 2007. And today in 2006, Sierra released her second album, The Evolution. And those are your anniversaries. I know a lot of stuff has happened. I'm not going to be able to cover everything that happened. You guys have heard countless different people discuss different things. But I am going to speak on what people think or thought I wasn't going to speak on for whatever reason. And uh, we're going to start with quick news first, though. So I want to let you guys know I do have all my playlists coming. I've been doing a lot of shit behind the scenes. A lot of stuff is coming out, whether it's this podcast, another one that I'm working on, um, another one that's in the works on top of that. I have playlists coming. So the playlists that are out now, as you're listening, I put a playlist for Bruno Mars career called Bruno. It's out on all three platforms that I'm on Spotify, Apple Music and Tidal. And then I have my new Christmas play- playlist called In My Mind, which is going to be out on all three platforms as well. It will It is out as we speak because you guys are hearing it tomorrow. So it is out now. So go enjoy that and enjoy the rest of your month. Enjoy Christmas time. Um, also, my end of the year articles are coming. So my top 100, top 23 albums because it's 2023. I have two um, albums that missed the cut but are good enough to be talked about. I will also have... Uh, the album reviews that I have slated the last couple of months on the newsletter. If you don't follow the newsletter, go to the website, click on digital media, go all the way down to the bottom and type your email in and press enter. And you will be added to the next one next month. Um, let me see what else is going on. Also I updated the logo. There is an updated logo. It'll probably be on the new cover tomorrow. I want to, uh, say thank you to my friend Izzy for, designing the first logo of course i just added to it built around it um we're gonna see if i could put it on the new podcast stuff i don't know if i will but it is the um profile picture on instagram and you guys will see that logo a lot more everywhere so you know enjoy it um i have other logos that i've been working on for different things that i'm doing so you guys will see that as time goes on also i want to give a shout out to 93.5 k day for credit on a post they did earlier today it's not that hard man I only ask for an at, I ask for a tag, I ask for via, blah, blah, blah. And that's all you have to do. But shout out to them. Um, I'm still keeping tabs on things as far as people taking things that I post or taking the words that I post without letting people know that they got it from somewhere. So if you are a content creator and you do that, don't do it. If I take a video or something from someone, I put where I got it from, especially if it's something very specific. You know, and I don't copy and paste verbatim what people say. That Don't do that, bro. Don't do that. Um, and other quick news, I want to say congratulations to Brandy and Tony Braxton because they will be receiving Hollywood stars next year. Also today, for my time on the 5th, Baby Keem released his uh, short film, The Melodic Blue, which is in relation to his album. 
seems kind of late for me. I don't know. I know eras for albums for artists used to last a lot longer, so maybe it's that kind of vibe. But I haven't watched it yet. It did come out. I'll be watching it, and I'll tell you guys how I felt about it next week. Um, but yeah, that's that. Also, Travis Scott says that the Jack Voice 2 album is in the works or on the way. I got that from... Um, oh my gosh, where did I get that from? Hold on. They post a lot of stuff, and I get news from them. NFR Podcast. Um, so... Shout out to them. And also the last one, Jack Boys, the first one, when Pop Smoke was still alive, that's how I found out about him, actually. That album was released in December of 2019, and we don't see whenever Jack Boys 2 comes out. Also, I want to say pray for Palestine and free Palestine. Pray for the Congo and, you know, free them as well, because there's a lot of genocide going on that America's funding, and I don't fuck with that. Um, Yeah, that's that. To get into the main topics, um, I'm going to talk about SZA, and I will be talking about Diddy's dirty ass and people who haven't spoke about him, and they weird ass. But first, since Chris Brown released an amazing album on the 11th, or on the 10th, I don't know why he switched it and put it on the 10th, but it's called 11-11. But I'm going to let y'all hear this song called Sensational. It's a banger. Enjoy. Pull up with my tape cassettes. No booty wider than the internet. I 
my presidential if you rose I fell to lose Goody goody, get your goody goody bam bam I need you now now, put me on fire like a lantern Can you taste so divine here? And I wonder why you so 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 Tell me that shit not hard. Shout out to Chris. Shout out to 1111. Make sure y'all streaming that. It's a banger. This ain't the only good song on the album. Um, the review will be coming out in January because I got a lot of other shit to do. But yeah, that's that. Now, new music. We have Nicki Minaj coming out this Friday. You know what I'm saying? Pink Friday 2. It's been 13 years since we got Pink Friday 1. Nicki Minaj is one of the greatest rappers of all time. She's uh, the best female rapper of all time. All that good stuff. She tweeted on the 30th. December 8th is coming soon. If you're on my shit list, you will never, ever recover. The fucking end. I don't know if there's going to be disses on this album, but we're going to see. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Nikki. And I'm looking forward to listening to it. I don't know who's going to be on it, but I'm going to guess, given her last live, she had Keisha Cole and Monica on there on the live with them. So, uh, you know. If we get a Keisha Cole record, a Monica record with Nikki, that'd be hard. We're going to see, though. Um, yeah, it hasn't been any leaks. I've seen one, but it wasn't anything. So maybe it was like 10 seconds, and that shit got wiped immediately. I didn't even get a chance to save it. So uh, we're going to wait till the 8th, and I'll have a review for y'all next week as soon as I listen to it. Now, SZA, the queen of soon, like I said a couple years ago, um, an album was supposed to come out. The Deluxe was supposed to come out this fall. I've posted about it. I've talked about it. And the this is the Deluxe of SOS, obviously. Keep in mind, we got the Deluxe of Control last year, five-year anniversary. Now, this was supposed to be, you know, come out in the fall. It's now winter. Christmas is almost here. And this is what SZA had to say in an interview with Variety. She is doing a press run and all that, so I don't know. Let's see what happens. Um, this is a quote. It was going to be SOS outtakes and some new songs. But it's become more than I expected. It's definitely turning into its own album. I guess I could drop a new album randomly, but no one's expecting that for me right now. But I can't tell if now's the time to be consistent or carefree. Now, I got the exact quote from NFR Podcast, but they got the quote from Variety. Um, she also talked about leaked songs, but I'm going to get to that in just a second. Now, I'm going to talk directly to SZA, and I think I'm speaking for the people when I say, if you're talking about dropping a new album, People are checking for it no matter what time of the year it is, no matter when you dropped your last one, no matter what's going on. You're a superstar. You make great music. We want to hear it. That's one. If you're worried about whether it's time to be carefree or to lock in and do your shit, I get it. You just got off tour and all that this year. Two of them, actually, because she did it. She spun back for another one. But you don't have to go on tour again necessarily right away. You don't have to because you just went. Um, the album's supposed to be called Lana which is just a shortened version of her name, Solana. But if we're going to get a new album on the 8th, because that's the rumor date and she liked it, don't know how much that means because, again, 
took us a long time to get us OS. We almost didn't get control. We got the control deluxe five years after its release. Um, but I'm going to let her know right now. We are checking for the album. Generally speaking, you're still charting with your last one. Um, Snooze is still top 10, I believe, as far as uh, Billboard Hot 100. I know SOS is still on the charts. Control is damn near still on the the Billboard 200 chart. I'm not sure, but don't quote me on that, but it might be. We fuck with you, bro. So you need to continue. Um, if you want to just release some Lucy's or whatever, do that. You don't have to really put any work into that. But if this is a whole TDE thing again, buckle up because it might be a couple of years. But I hope that it's not that because I don't want to deal with that shit again, man. That was annoying. And yeah, I just want to hear new music. We love you. We love your music. Give us the art, man. So that's that. But this is what she said to Variety about leaked songs because obviously leaked songs don't help the artist necessarily. And then also leaked songs are sometimes by the artist or the label. But this is the case where it's just people hacking. So she said, when people leak my songs, they ruin them. Then it's not mine anymore. It's actually yours. It's something unfinished that you decided was ready to be shared. And it's like, fuck. And it's like, fuck you. Now I'm not releasing it. Play your leak, but you're not going to bully me into dropping music. I'm now embarrassed by this less than correct version that you put out. You sent me into a weird space creatively when you could have just waited for me. But you're selfish. I get that to a certain extent. Um... But again, in her case specifically, I'm not talking about leaked songs, but Control, her first album, which she wrote herself and all that, she didn't even want to put that out because she didn't think it was ready. It was a whole back and forth of she wanted to release it, then TDE wouldn't let her. Then she didn't want to release it, then TDE put it out. Classic album, one of the best albums ever made in the last 10 years. Easily. Now, when SZA put out, because she has a SoundCloud where she puts out stuff sometimes, um, I Hate You, right? That was out on SoundCloud. It blew up on TikTok and just blew up in general because it was a leak. Well, not a leak, but a, you know, unreleased as a record that she put out. That was just her practicing or doing whatever. One of her biggest hits. If a leak comes out and you think that it's unfinished and we hear it and it sounds finished, depending on the, the state of the leak, obviously, there's levels to this. If people are hacking, they're not necessarily a good person as far as hacking into some artist shit and, you know, or leaking their art. But if it comes out and it's a banger and you just didn't, you didn't think it was ready, but it was. Hey, put that shit out, bro. Like, that's not bullying you necessarily. I get what she's talking about. But in certain cases, leaks need to be put out if they're, you know, as long as the samples are cleared and you're legally able to put it out. But if not, put it on SoundCloud or something. You know what I mean? Like, oh, play your leak. If we got the full one. Best believe we going to play it because as someone who is starting to get into not necessarily just physical media in general, but um, when a leak does come out, knowing that it's not going to be out very long, downloading and keeping things, we're going to be playing them. Best believe that. Don't don't think it ain't going to get played. But if there's a way to get that full version, we're going to find a way because we got the leaked version. Um, So yeah, that's that. So hopefully Sis's album comes out this weekend. If she pushes it back a week because Nikki's dropping and that's going to be a whole big thing, I get it. Um, But that's that. On the first, I want to, um, you know, speak on this briefly. Shout out to Beyonce. She put out her movie. I have not seen it yet. A lot of people are going to the theaters and seeing it. I need to see it before I can put out her album review because I want to cover everything that she put out during this era. Um, but shout out to her. A lot of people are saying it's amazing, just like her last movie was, except this is like, I guess it hits different because we're older. You know, the demographic 
of my age group, you know, mid to late nineties, like 10 years ago, or even six years ago, seven years, we're in different places. And now that we're like full grown adults, we're watching this and it hits different, I guess. So I'm gonna find out when I watch, but I want to give a shout out to Beyonce for that. And now to get into the final couple of topics, I want to speak on Diddy. Now, as someone who, who, if you're listening, you know, I fuck with bad boy records heavy. I fuck with Diddy's music. I fuck with Mace, all of that. All those people, you know what I'm saying? And I've said on this platform multiple times, if I was given the opportunity, would I work for Diddy? Probably not. I worked underneath um, his son's group as a ambassador. But if I gave was given the chance to work for Puff, I probably wouldn't do it. I said this before and I'm saying it now, not because of the allegations. If you go back and listen to things that I've said, I've said this because he did people dirty business-wise and I just couldn't fuck with that. Do I fuck with the music and the legacy that he's given with music? Absolutely. Now, he was accused of rape, sex trafficking, abuse, and many more different things in, under the same umbrella. I don't condone none of that shit. Um, he's wrong. He settled in 24 hours, after the, at least after the reports came out. Um, and he said the following. I have a couple of quotes from him. So give me just a second. He says... Quote, we have decided to resolve this matter amicably. I wish Cassie and her family all the best love. She also sued his um, organizations and his corporations or whatever. So he stepped down from revolt. He lost a deal or the deal he had with Macy's for Sean John. He's uh, a lot of stuff that he's doing. You know, he's stepping down. And when all the bad boy artists were given back their um, their masters and their royalties or whatever that I talked about a couple of months ago, probably three months ago now, um, in Danity Kane, I forget which um, artist is in that group that spoke about this, but in her thing that was sent to her, she didn't accept it, obviously. But it was like something in there about you can't speak bad about him or talk about him negatively or something. I don't know. But given that was in in her contract to get her stuff back and she didn't accept it. Um, and all the stories that we heard about Puff before this, like obviously before this, there wasn't a lot of like solid evidence of things that have happened. You know, there was the incident in 91. He did, you know, beat up the UCLA football coach behind his son. Those little types of things. But as far as like full on, oh, he's rapist. Oh, he's just that didn't have validity until now. Now we got stories. We got countless stories. We got people corroborating the stories. We got people speaking about it and speaking up since Cassie said what she said and did what she did. And I'm like, okay, there's no denying certain things anymore. There's no. Well, there's no proof, so I'm not going to, you know what I mean, talk about it. I spoke about it, but I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, we don't have no proof. Now it's like, okay, Puff, that's Manny. I can't support that. You're wrong as hell. Settling this fast looks suspect in my eyes. His lawyer said that's not an admission of guilt. I get that, legally speaking. But if you're accused of something like that and you know for 100% fact you didn't do it, I'm fighting that shit. Um, if something like that comes out and you think that something else is going to come out in discovery and shit like that, that's when you settle. Not necessarily because you did what you did, what they were saying you did. I'm not saying he didn't. I'm not on that side of the fence. But um, something else could come out in discovery that you did do. And you don't want to go down that road. So you're just like, I'm going to settle and get this shit over with. Um, and that looks bad. It looks terrible. And I want to give a shout out to the other creators or people who are in the media that have spoke about it. It's very few. Um, but I will 
play a clip from someone who decided not to speak on it. And I'll speak on him in just a second as soon as you hear this, because this was some bullshit in my eyes. But first, I want to give a shout out to Milagro Grams. You know, we support her on this platform. Um, she spoke on it and then she called out Joe Budden for not speaking on it. And he had this to say. Milagro, love her content as well. She was the uh, young lady at the uh, tour at the Tory shit doing the doing her. Oh, God. She was uh, the black Twitter Meg Cunliffe. Mm. She was, and I fuck with Milagro shit. To my up, Joe, I didn't say nothing. How he getting paid? Oh, she was going here. Yeah, she went a little, little crazy. She went crazy, but, it, it. but it's cool. You know how Tasha K shit. It's cool. I could love the content from a distance. So I retweeted. I said, "You do it." She gonna put up a link talking about I did. <laughs> no, no, no. Throw some silence in. Dum dum dum. Let it just sit. She did. Bunch of people out there commented. Oh, such and such didn't run from they, they, they got it stood tall. They said it. They said, it ain't me. <laughs> ain't nobody listening to that shit. Who gives a fuck what you said? <laughs> you can say whatever you want. All the foul, crazy, fucking egregious shit. Go ahead and say it. Guess what? Niggas ain't checking. Nobody gives a fuck about what you said. Bakudo. I don't think there's nothing integral about calling niggas to the carpet before on on charges such as this without there being some due diligence from the Now Joe Button, you stupid ass nigga. You dumb ass bitch. Not this is not me riding for Milagro. This is me riding for anybody who's smaller than Joe Button. First of all, Joe Button, all the shit you said about music this year, don't nobody give a fuck what you got to say. And we've proven that. You said stupid shit about Drake album. You just said Young Boy was trash and you getting fucking threatened for that. And I'm not even a super fan of Young Boy or nothing, but you but the shit you say, no one cares. We just light your ass up for saying it because you have a big platform. You're going to get seen, you're going to make you're going to make highlights or whatever the fuck. No one cares. You did niggas dirty 2 years ago and niggas have been on your ass since. You have six or seven yes men and somebody else in that bitch sucking your dick every time you say something. And now you think you hot shit. You sat there in silence and had niggas giggling behind. No one gives a fuck what you got to say. You give a fuck because you talking about them. Right? With your big platform that everybody want to listen to. Right? You the one who worked for Revolt. Right? That's puff shit. Right? Nigga, we know why you ain't saying shit. Let's be real. We need to do due diligence. You talk about everything the fuck else. You talked about the Tory Lanes and Megan shit. Got lit up for that. But you spoke about it. You talked about everybody else's fucking career. You ain't do due diligence then. All of a sudden you need due diligence because Puff got called out. There is 30 years of due diligence. It just was nothing to corroborate or make that shit look like it. Oh, okay. Something is happening until now. Yeah, you've been at Puff's parties. We see the pictures, nigga. You've done due diligence yourself because your ass was there. That don't mean you a rapist. I'm not saying that. But you've been at these parties. You know what the fuck be going down to these parties? Because you was there, nigga. What you mean do due diligence? You was in the building. You act like you don't know Puff. I don't know Puff. If I said some shit like that, it would make more sense. And I'd be wrong if I said it. But that's you. Do your thing with your little bullshit platform that you want to you wanna hide behind shit sometimes. That's whatever. You love clickbait and headlines or every time someone call you out, you do it. If they have done it, oh, well, I'm bigger than you. I don't give a damn. So do it, bitch. Do it. Quit being a pussy about it. 
if you got a platform and you want to stand on shit the way that you always say you wanted to, at least all the years before when I was actually listening to you, because I only find this shit out through Twitter now. I don't follow your ass no more. You're not relevant to me no more. I don't care about your opinion unless somebody send it to me. And I don't care then. So, yes, you should be speaking about these things. If Jay-Z got called out tomorrow for something, you, be, you need to speak on that too. And I would need to speak on that. Anybody else who is a music commentator who talks about this culture, who is a part of this culture, should be speaking about it. End of discussion. There isn't a discussion about that. If you don't want to speak about it, take the fucking podcast mics out your building. Because there's nothing to talk about. What are you doing? If you're not representing what you say you're representing, put the mics up. Put the mics up. So, yeah, that's what I think about Joe Budden. People already know after a certain point, it was it was fuck him because of the way he moved business wise. Like I said with Puff, there's like, yeah, I fuck with the music. But outside of that, I, I could care less because if you move that way and you do people like that, don't care what type of inspiration you gave to me. I don't care about, oh, I, I you know, I liked podcasting and thought I could do it after I watched you. I don't care about none of that shit. If you do people dirty, I'm not going to support you no more. If you treat people like shit, I'm not going to support you no more. I could like what I like that you did, but I'm not supporting you as a person. That's not happening. And in the case of Puff, um, music-wise, this is different from R. Kelly in a sense that R. Kelly was singing about kids and shit like that. I haven't listened to Puff's music in a minute. It's been a little minute since all this shit came out. But there's eventually going to be a time where I do listen to it again. And I listen to Mace and Puff's on it. It's like you listen to him by uh association if that makes sense because he's so intertwined with everything but nothing about what he said or anything was related to what he did or what he's accused of doing so i think that there's a uh there is a split in a sense there but if you choose not to i completely understand and i support you for it um but yeah if you're not speaking about it and you have a platform just because there's some money involved. If you work for Revolt, I understand because it's a contractual thing or whatever. But outside of that, no. Joe, you have your own shit. And you got your own shit to avoid having to worry about niggas and da-da-da-da-da. Now look at you. Acting like a bitch. So if you're not going to use your platform for something right, don't use it. Because you're sitting here talking shit about people and then calling them stupid when they react to you. But then you don't want to talk about some real shit. Nobody cares. You're doing shade room tactics. Don't nobody give a fuck about you, bro. No one cares what Joe Button thinks. Let's be real. Drake said that. And Drake is a lot more, you know, successful than you at what you used to do. So I think that he would have something to say about that. People that are a part of your former um, job description can say shit about you to where it's like, yeah, we don't fuck with him. Or, oh, what what is he going to tell us? He wasn't successful at what we do and he's going to tell us about being successful. Come on now. Let's be serious. Not just Drake, but anybody who's more successful than you. Young boy more successful than you at what you did. At a, at, let's talk about it, you know? And I don't even listen to young boy like that. So, yeah, people who don't call people out for shit piss me off. Because it's like, if you're wrong, you can get back on the microphone and tell people you're wrong. I've said things on this platform and came back. Yeah, I was incorrect there. Or, yeah, I had this information wrong. Yeah, I got more information now and this is what it is. That's not hard to do. You don't care about cancel culture, quote unquote, that you've talked about before. So say the shit. Or I'm going to put it on Patreon. You want to put it behind a paywall? No no one's paying for that. Someone's going to pay for it, leak it, and then we're going to know what you said. That's how that go. 
So if you want to be a bitch, stand on the middle of the fence and say, oh, we need to do diligence. Da, 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 da. Stop talking to me, bro. Stop talking to anybody who's lower than you because they're doing shit that you won't do. I support people who do shit that's right. And yeah, I'm going to just stop ranting. But yeah, Joe Budden pissed me off with that shit, man. Support women who've gone through something. Support anyone who's been attacked or done dirty by anybody in any sense, not just raping, you know, sexual assault, but any type of assault. We're talking about contracts. You got fucked over in contracts and talked about that with people. Now all of a sudden it's different with this. It's the same concept. Someone's done wrong in this culture that you speak on. Talk about it. But yeah, um, next week I will be covering all the new music. I'll have plenty more topics. There's going to be plenty of content coming out this week from me. Um, can't wait to get into the new year with y'all. I hope everyone's getting their Christmas gifts. It's probably the last weekend that you want to get everything to make sure it gets here by Christmas. I love everyone who's listening to this platform. I love any new listeners. I love any old listeners. Anybody who's your last time listening, I appreciate you for coming. And like I always say, black people, stay together. This life gon' be the death of me. Put a to my hip, gun on my hip. Put to my hip, gun on my hip. Put to my hip, gun on my hip. Put to my hip, gun on my hip. Wake up like the blunt I put out for. Fell asleep, my bitch look like she Cherokee. My crib look like I'm selling keys. My dick feel like some therapy. About that life, I guarantee you living life vicariously. This life gon' be the death of me. And she don't care where I ski. Hit that hoe from head to feet. She walk out here, she wearing me. I talk my shit, she smelling me. And all I hear is jealousy. I call them niggas jelly beans. Love my trigger fingers so much, I bought it a wedding ring. Yeah, yeah. Let's get married. Cut off his head and the rest get buried. Cross on my head like a Presbyterian. Telling me dead, no set his parents. Tears get shed only if you care. Right on his head, see the red beam glaring. Two 12 gauges like 24 carats. Hold up, ain't that a bitch? I might bang at your bitch. If I go out of neck on my hand, that like bitch. Scope on the tech and the can with that shit. I could hit you up from in the range with that bitch. Got papers on Draco, a case on Laredo. You fuck on me around, I'ma bake your potato. I choose his halo just like a tornado. Put out the tools of like they on my ego. I bust down the quill. Fuck on the gale. Care on a straight hoe, but I ain't complaining. That's how my day go. I said, okay, ho, I been on my J-O. I'm bending, she J-Lo. She been a Barbados, I take her to kickle. All of this bread and she can't get a bagel. All of that said, I can't really stay though. I hop in the lamb and crank it like Fable. Cup like the blunt I put out for I fell asleep. My bitch look like she Cherokee. My crib look like I'm selling keys. My dick feel like some therapy. About that life, I guarantee you living life vicariously. This life gon' be the death of me. I make you come, you cannot leave. I drown my heart in kerosene. A plus off in parenting, get my kids damn near everything. Oh, you get a wedding ring, better get a ass or belly ring. Soon as I start trapping, man, my phone it wouldn't even barely ring. I don't compete, but you can't compete. Plain Jane, protect belief. I'm with my lady, we came to eat. My style make you think that they changed the beat. We on a date, make it rain someone. Then one on chain, but the chains gon' come. Soon as I see it, it's said and done. And my screensaver, my favorite gun. I'm rocking, I'm swerving, I'm popping. Detergent, get money, it's urgent. God bless her surgeon. I rub my hair in Birdman. Double cup, lean head. I don't bend the weed, man. 
It's a blessing, you ain't dead I keep it rolling like paraplegic I'm better believe it, you better believe it Whole biting on me like every mosquito I'm wearing shades, think I'm staring at people I did the math and they know what we equal The collar grow to and so this is the secret they call it grow to and so this is the sequel Wake up, like the blunt I put out for I fell asleep My bitch look like she Cherokee My crab look like I'm selling keys My dick feel like some therapy About that life I guarantee You living life vicariously This life gonna be the death of me Blunt, blunt to my lips Blunt on my lips Blunt to my lips Blunt on my lips Blood to my lips, blood on my lips, 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 bl